Welcome to Life Talks with Lauren. This podcast is all about having conversations around what's real for us and swapping shame and judgment for courage and connection. We'll cover topics like self-love, relationships, body image, mental health, and so much more. Think of it like getting together with one of your good friends and chatting about life. So grab your glass of wine, mug of tea, or your favorite drink, and let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Live Talks with Lauren podcast. Well, what are we going to get into this week? So I know I definitely want to talk to you about, well, you know what? It took me a minute to even figure out what to talk about this week because it's just kind of been a really low key week, which I'll tell you about in a second, but I was just like, hmm, like, as you may have noticed, friendship was the theme in the last few episodes, or at least there's been like sprinklings of me talking about friendship and stuff. And I feel like I'm finally at peace. I feel like I'm in a really good place with that right now. And that was like one of those things like, you know how when you have a lesson or like a, I guess season of life, it just comes up and everything. I've kind of been there and right now I just feel like I'm kind of coasting in that area. So that feels really nice and just been spending time with friends. I, I did, I don't know if I've ever really, let's see. I don't know if like intentionally as an adult, I've had a sleepover, like a girl's sleepover, but last, was it Friday or Saturday? Oh my gosh, I forgot. (laughs) I don't even know who I am anymore. What day is it? Uh, Anyway, last weekend, was it last Friday? I don't know. I'm not going to bore you with the details of that. But anyway, uh, two girlfriends and I had a sleepover and my friend lives on like literally on the water in this beautiful house. So we stayed at her house and it's so funny because she has a husband and a son, but they went off and stayed at a resort so we could enjoy the like the house to ourselves, which was really, really nice. And it was so funny because on my way leaving base, of course, there were these two guys in uniform that like in the security forces that stopped me. And I was like, oh boy, what's this? Because they're always doing like random breathalyzers or car checks or whatever. So I wasn't too freaked out. I've actually always kind of wanted them to stop me. So that I don't know, like, so that I could be like, I'm a good citizen. I'm one of those people that likes her gold stars. So (laughs) anyway, so I pull over and of course, like I'm already running late to Sammy's house and they, um, and I'm like wearing, oh, cause we were going to do, we were going to go into the water. Like I said, cause she lives on the beach. And then we were, uh, our friend Chris was teaching a yoga class the next morning. And so we decided to support her and go to that. So I had my yoga mat. And then right before I left, my husband, Jason had gotten me a pack of truly margarita flavor. Cause they had the like special editions and they've kind of been coming and going here on base. So you try and like get them while you can. So he was like, so proud of himself. He came home and he's like, I couldn't let you go to the sleepover empty handed. <laughs> and I was like, did you, did you really get that with the sleepover in mind? Cause that's like a next level of thoughtfulness. And he was like, no, he really wanted to take accountability for that. But 
No, he just had gotten it for me, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it because I was just thinking, like, what am I going to take to the sleepover? So I had those in the back of my car. They go to do the inspection, and I'm wearing this. I'm wearing, first of all, a two-piece black swimsuit with some black linen shorts and a white sheer beach, like, oversized, like, button-up shirt over that and I felt real cute so I was just like please like stop me anytime (laughs) and so one of the guys was like making jokes as he was like he was like what is this like you've got a yoga mat truly's and I was like yeah you know yoga beach sleepover gotta do it all I don't even remember what I said it's like one of those moments where now I'm talking about I sound really cheesy but anyway (laughs) I got stopped going there and they were really quick with it so yeah so we went and We actually floated in the water closer to sunset because it took a while. The tides are not like high until later in the afternoon right now. So we waited until it was like pretty dark, like almost dark. And then we got in the water and we brought our true leaves and we just chatted until it was like pitch black. It was so nice. It's just, I think sometimes nice to hang out with your girlfriends when there's not like a time limit, you know? That way you can just kind of like talk. There's no rush. Like we were talking about just random stuff and like uh, funny actors and movies that we're really into. Like talking about our phases where we were really into, we're really into like zombie movies or vampire movies and like all of our different favorite ones and stuff. So that was really nice. This week, like I said, has been really low key. I actually, the nicest part about this week was probably that I had a, na- a pedicure appointment, which I had yesterday with my friend Jackie. And I got my toes neon pink because tomorrow I have a nail fill appointment for my actual fingernails. And I think I'm going to do hot pink or like neon tips. And I, so my nails are almond shape and they're long, uh, acrylics. And so I'm going to do the tips, like a neon pink for summer. And then for my accent nail, which is like my ring finger. And then the other one, what are those fingers called? Anyway, the, I'm going to do like a flame, but I'm going to do that one, I think in neon green. So it's going to be nice to have fresh nails. I actually broke a nail for the first time which happened during our staycation two weeks ago. Like I had cracked my nail from like jamming it into the sliding glass door when I was looking for the, the, what do you call it? The handle. And it finally, I was at roller derby practice on Sunday and it just like fell off. I was like, oh, okay, well that's nice. Because when it cracked, like it cracked the nail underneath too and it really hurt for a few days. So I just got some nail glue and glued it together so that like the nail underneath could heal. So it did. So I had that. Today I've got my, it's Thursday, so it's like my self-care day. I washed my hair, shaved my legs and everything, put on self-tanner. So I'm just sitting here baking. And it's kind of been like a heavy workload with school this week. So... For one of my classes, I have um, I had a midterm and then like a discussion post. Then the other class, there was no discussion post, but like a really in-depth paper assignment that we've like, it's part of our final project. So I have to write like, I don't know, like between I think four and six pages or something this week. And it's just like 
I was doing a lot. I did a lot of it today and it's fine other than like, like, cause it's, you know, studying the English language, but like literally studying the different parts of words and like not just their etymology, but like the sounds that they make and having to describe that. And then like, I'm not even going to bore you with the details, but anyway, there's this one part of the paper where we have to describe like the dialect of the authors and I don't know it's just so dry I'm, I can't get past it but I'm going to so I was invited to do a few fun things this weekend to go to a friend's birthday party to go out on Saturday to go to like a market on Saturday like a bunch of stuff and I've just kind of told everybody no preemptively like for now because I don't know. I, I, I'm not one of those people. I used to be this way, but as I've gotten older, I do not like the feeling of being rushed for assignments. So I start them like as soon as possible. And my incentive for like, cause I, I'm not really on a schedule anymore. I, the only thing that's really structured right now is that I like my morning routine is very solid. And then my evening routine is pretty solid. And then in between that, it's really up to me when I want to work on schoolwork. So I can like relax whenever I want during the day, go hang out with friends. My only thing is that like eventually I'll have to, you know, hit the books. And I, you know, you might think like my old self would wait till the last minute to actually then like do the work and stuff. But now my incentive is like if I get the work done I usually try to get it all done by Friday. That way I can enjoy my weekend because everything's always due Sunday. So I can enjoy my weekend. I don't have to stress. I can take my time on the assignments and not feel like pressured. That's, I think, how I always put like the quality that I want into them. So I guess that's like a good example of how I adult because I used to be terrible with online courses. But I think what helped is like the times that I was doing um like worked on my online business and stuff and I mean I've kind of worked from home for the last two years so I think I'm used to it by now anyway I told you I'd give you any roller derby updates and I'm getting really close to being able to pass the skills test so I can actually like do a scrimmage and potentially even be in a game I mean that's kind of it's not why I initially joined, honestly. I, I really just wanted to like get better at skating, but I was talking to another girl at practice the other day, and it's just something you kind of fall in love with and get addicted to, and you fall in love with the people, and that's just kind of how I feel. It's also, I feel, as I kind of said a few episodes back, like making me more bold in other areas of life, even in the weight room at the gym like I've been lifting weights for gosh like 10 or so years but I I don't know sometimes I think I baby myself and I'm like oh I'm not ready for that or I don't know if I'm ready to go up and wait or whatever but because derby kind of pushes you or really pushes you out of your comfort zone to where you're like they're like okay you're gonna do this now and you're like thinking to yourself like I'm not ready we haven't practiced this yet and then you just get used to that happening over and over again until your mentality just becomes okay <laughs> and you just do it. 
So I've kind of taken that into other areas where I'm just like less afraid of diving in. I'm turning into one of those people that instead of, in some areas of life, not all, but instead of dipping my toe into the pool, first I just dive right in, which has been really nice. I've enjoyed that part of things. So I've been like really going up in weight in things I'm doing in the weight room. Like the other week I leg pressed like over 500 and then the other day I was doing dumbbell bench presses and pressed 45s and and yada yada and I I well I say that stuff partially to brag but like mainly because I I think even I'm surprised (laughs) but also just to like be a remind as a to serve as a reminder for people that like sometimes you won't feel ready but dive in and you might surprise yourself That's my quote of the week, my inspirational quote. (laughs) So the last kind of life update, I just thought this was kind of funny. Right before I got on here, I checked my email and I saw that email that I get every month from Amazon about my book royalties. I always get this email that's like, oh, your book royalties are like coming in a few days. They'll be deposited into your bank account. And then I swear every month, like a few days later, and at first my royalties were, I don't know, between like 30 to 30 or so dollars, you know, which was nice. Some extra money now because, you know, I don't really advertise or push the book anymore or anything. So it's just kind of chilling on Amazon. Whoever discovers it, discovers it. (laughs) So... The royalties will range anywhere from like three cents to like 45 cents. Sometimes I just want to be like, just keep your money. <laughs> it cracks me up, but yeah, whatever. It's kind of funny. Uh, well, the main thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, first of all, I went on and social media and asked today if anyone has any recommendations for what to talk about. And... I got a few, but this is like something that came to me weirdly as I was taking a nap earlier today. I, well, it kind of, it's like a theme of this week for me and it all just came together. I swear when I sleep is when I think of like my story ideas or my content ideas because it literally just like downloads. Do you ever have that where like ideas just download? I love it. I think it's the coolest thing. Anyway, as I told you earlier, last week I was like really feeling myself, loving my style, like just loving how I felt in my clothes and looked and yada yada, which is, you know, it's it's more of a thing for me these days than it used to be, but it's still not like obviously 100% of the time. And this past week I experienced like a hormonal... or hormonal fluctuation I if you know me you might get really confused about me talking about my periods and stuff because you might think like you're always either PMSing or on your period and this is because my periods are so irregular that I'm always either PMSing or spotting or like bleeding like I've been spotting off and on for the last like few weeks and then like this week I'm like bleeding but like bleeding off and on and so like I never really know where I'm at hormonally and I have just recently like after years and years of trying not to let it impact my life I've just recently 
started not allowing it to get in the way. So instead of being like, oh, I have to skip the gym because I'm bleeding or whatever, whatever. I just go on like live my life. If I feel that I'm PMSing, like I just feel like the people around me started to get bored of hearing me talk about it. I got bored of hearing myself talk about it, honestly. And so now I've just started like, like just living life anyway, just kind of like brushing it to the side. You know, I think even now with like the new age wellness coaches, there's, you know, those period coaches that are like, well, if you are bleeding or if you are PMSing, first of all, they say PMS isn't normal, which is another conversation. And, you know, it, anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, (laughs) but it, um, what was I saying? But anyway, it's basically like they talk about how you should really revolve your life around your cycle. And I, I really did try to do that for a few years and tried to, I tried a bunch of different remedies to balance my hormones. And I've just kind of right now, it's one of those things that I'm just letting it coast because it almost caused me more stress to constantly be stressing about it and trying all these different things. So I'm just trying to be more consistent in how I show up. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it was more harmful to, to try and pause my life and revolve my life around my cycle. So for me now, it's just like, I focus more on feeling good on a daily basis, or at least just like doing the things like say I wake up and I feel like I'm PMSing you know, I can adjust or tweak my routine that day to maybe include like the other day I was feeling kind of funky. So I made my morning very like sensory positive, if if that's even a thing, but I put on my headphones and like put on music and danced around and just kind of, sometimes I wonder if it's more like a chemical imbalance well I think that's exactly what it is like a or hormonal or chemical wow I don't know I'm not a doctor (laughs) but anyway whatever it is I what I feel is that I need more like dopamine or happiness chemicals and so I think about the ways that I can do that and sometimes I just show up anyway this is why I've stopped like skipping workouts if I think that like I'm tired or whatever because I know that my workouts are probably the one part of my day where I am like pumped with happiness chemicals and without it, I feel different. And so even if I'm not like getting a super intense workout, I still just at least prioritize movement. So anyway, so this week I just like feel like I I just, I guess I'll call it a feeling myself fluctuation where I am not really feeling myself like I and so I've kind of I haven't really been looking in the mirror just like avoiding that not really just making a fuss about it like why does it have to be such a big thing and I think it's because we're such an appearance-based society and it's hard not to think about that but I'm just trying not to I have like friends and people in my life like role models who have never once really even commented on their own appearance around me and I strive to be more like that. I'm I think I still am going to talk about it just because I know there's like a stigma around that. Like I know that 
not many people do talk about how they struggle with how they look and I think sometimes it can be healing for us to share that and just be reminded like you don't have to you don't have to lose your confidence or your self-esteem or think any less of yourself just because you don't like the way you look it's just it's more so of like a mindset thing so I'm just kind of riding that wave of like yeah I don't really like the way I look right now but I mean it doesn't really change anything it's just it's just a thought like I don't love or like the way that I look and the day goes on life goes on you know So I started reading this book called The Girl I Was by Geneva Rose. And it's almost like a reverse 13 going on 30, where instead of going forward in time, she goes back in time. Because she's kind of like, she's in her mid-30s and she's just a mess. And she gets really drunk one night and just basically like wishes that her younger self wasn't such a screw up and wonders if if that were the case, like what her future would be like. And so she kind of wakes up and she's back in her past, like, you know, back with her younger self, but it's not her as her younger self. It's like her visiting her younger self and being able to then, I guess, mentor her. That's where I'm at in the book. And so she they're pretending that like she's the older sister or whatever, but it just caused me to reflect on like my younger self and like who she was. And so I started looking at older pictures through the years from like now to, you know, as far back as really Facebook would scroll. And it's so interesting because I really saw all, like I vividly knew exactly who I was in each photo. I remembered certain aspects of that time and and it's funny because I can look back then on that younger version of me with so much more compassion for who she was because yeah, it was me. And that's what's interesting about this book. Like it's her, but it it's it's not the same. Like it's it's different versions and so that's how I felt like kind of looking through like if you ever kind of I don't know I I wonder if it's more helpful or hurtful to look back on like older pictures of yourself there were parts I think that were kind of painful especially to remember who I was even before 2020 happened like I was telling my husband last night I'm like 2020 just really threw us all like on our heads and I felt like I feel like I was so much more naive before 2020 and so I look back on myself like there's so many pictures of me smiling and laughing and looking more happy than I do now but I actually think that I am happier now but like in a more solid way I feel that my younger self had happy moments, but as a whole, she wasn't happy. And I know exactly, obviously, what she was going through. So looking at those pictures, I knew that there was pain behind them that no one else obviously would have known unless they were close to me or whatever. And now, one thing that I do miss is that I allowed pictures of myself and I posted them regardless of like how I looked and I think that's why there's more shots of me smiling and having a good time and stuff I feel like I really am more image aware 
And maybe that's because of the rise of social media and the fact that for a while I was trying to build an online presence and have this image of myself and, you know, for better or worse, that's just the reality of things. But I looked through and reminisced about all the different times of my life and that felt nice. And then I came back to the present and just felt really grateful for who I am today and all the work that's been put into me being where I'm at today, whether that's like physically or mentally. And I genuinely, I feel that I am in my prime. Like I just, I have it more together than I ever did. And to me, that's been worth everything that I've gone through because I can look back at that comprehensive picture of everything that I went through over all those years and everything that, you know, she was going through and think that like she was working at that time to become who I am today. And for that, I'm really grateful and I feel really happy and really proud. So I guess for me, the reflection was a good thing because it reminded me of how far I've come. And of course, it's not that like now all of a sudden I'm this arrived, realized person. Of course not, because I've had my ups and downs and this just recently I'm coming out of the shit show of, you know, 2020 and then moving to Japan and kind of losing myself for a little bit and falling into the maybe deepest depression I've been in since childhood and coming out of that and deciding to choose myself again. Like I'm learning to, I'm relearning to love myself and really again, be grateful for everything instead of being so hard on myself and like, Oh, you're falling short here and here and here. Like I feel that right now I am in a really good place, like really good place. And that feels really good. And I don't know that I would have recognized that if I didn't do that reflection. So if you decide to do that reflection, let me know, tell me, you know, what it felt like to look at those pictures. If it gave you more appreciation for where you are, or if you felt that if you wondered maybe the same thing as the girl in the book, the girl I was of like, would things have changed if my younger self changed her ways? Or do you feel that it was almost a wake up call? Like, I'm curious to know what your experience would be with that or is with that if you decide to do that. So anyway, the last thing is I wanted to just talk about something briefly for my girl, Jackie, because she is going to travel to Bali next week for a solo trip to like a yoga, not retreat, um, like instructor and like basically, what is it called? Anyway, (laughs) where you're getting certified to become or learning more about yoga and stuff. But I know she is, you know, nervous and she'd asked me to do this with her and I wanted to, but It's just, you know, timing, logistics, all that good stuff. But I am, Jackie, if you're listening to this, I'm really proud of you for doing it and going anyway because you felt that it was a decision that felt right. And I feel like that's the best thing that we can do for ourselves. So I wanted to just quickly share 
a trip. I don't solo travel a lot. I don't do a lot of things alone because I do get anxiety and I can be codependent. And so it's something that, you know, as I grow in life, eventually maybe I'll work myself up to doing more things alone. But there was this one time a few years ago in 2019 where Jason was deployed and I, Jalen went off to his mom's for the summer. So I had a summer to myself. I had some extra money and I saw, what was it? Like an email or something for this, uh, confidence. It wasn't a retreat. What is with me in words today or just in general right now? Uh, a confidence activated. What are those things? Conference. Yeah. It was like a conference, but less, I don't know, businessy. Obviously, if it's called confidence activated, the colors were pink and, you know. Anyway, it was in Atlanta, Georgia. And I didn't know anyone that was there. I just decided one day I was going to sign up to go. So I just bought my ticket. She gave a veteran's discount. So I was like, now's the time. So I got my ticket. Then I booked my room and I showed up to this conference and it was a little bit of a ride, a roller coaster. And what I'm learning lately is that I used to really like get hung up as soon as something would get hard. I would just take it as a sign as like, oh, it's not for me or I would just give up or whatever. And lately, I've been noticing myself get to that level of discomfort, whether it's, you know, in Derby or with an assignment with a class or something. I'll recognize when I get to that level of discomfort where it was almost like a ledge before and where before I would turn around, now I'm going over that edge. And that's kind of that edge of discomfort that I hit at the conference that I went to. So I showed up in day one. It felt like a lot of people that went knew each other. And I was still sad from Jason had just left for his deployment. I was kind of feeling sorry for myself. Woe is me. And I almost like, I don't know if I had expectations that other people would do the, no, I I think I was actually intentionally trying to connect with people, like to make eye contact with them and to smile at them and stuff. And so after the first day that everyone was like, and I had met a few girls from like a Facebook group we joined together. So I had a few acquaintances and when it came time for like dinner and stuff, everyone was like, oh, what are you? And I was asking people, you know, what are you going to do for dinner? And they were telling me, And so that my assumption was that I wasn't like invited, that they all had plans, whatever, whatever. So I go up to my room and I had gotten a solo room because as an introvert, I don't, I knew that I would need like recharge time. Some of the girls were sharing rooms and stuff, which then maybe would have made it easier to make connections, but I got a solo room. So I went up to my room alone and started feeling like uh, this, this was a mistake I can't believe that I did this. I'm so embarrassed. Nobody wants me around. Nobody likes me. I'm just a mess. And I was like crying. And again, partly part of that was really just missing Jason and like just felt like, oh, I'm not in the headspace for this. And so I had this moment where I was like, you know, maybe I'll just order some food, bring it back up to the room or go down to the bar and drink and cry. And 
then I was like, you know what? Like, fuck this. I signed up for this specifically to get out of my comfort zone and to do something I haven't done before. And so I messaged the group of girls that I had connected with on Facebook and I just told them exactly how I was feeling. I said, hey, I'm in my room crying right now and I feel like maybe I made a mistake by coming here and I don't really know what I am asking for, but I just wanted to like tell somebody what I'm going through. And immediately I get all these messages back that are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like I'm going through the same thing too. What's your room number? And I forget how many girls came up to my room, but it was like 10 or so girls or something like that. And they all came up, some brought like pizza and we had this long conversation. And again, what I mostly got was a lot of thank yous for being vulnerable and saying the thing that everyone else was afraid to say. And from then on, the rest of the conference was amazing. Like we went to, after we ate the pizza and chatted, we got dressed and went to the silent disco downstairs and danced. And the next day, like I just felt so much more connected to the girls just by being the one to open up and, you know, say something. And so I guess my point there is that solo travel, first of all, can be really scary. And and then showing up to an event by yourself is a really big leap. And this is why I feel so hopeful for Jackie, because I just know that it, you know, I just know that she's going to make amazing connections probably on day one and make lasting friendships. Her and I actually met at a retreat and we were already just bonded by day two. So yeah, so choosing to take that leap might come with some barriers along the way and you might need to pause for a minute and think to yourself, like what is supposed to be next? I don't think I'm supposed to stop here. So what can I do now? Like how can I push forward? And then like it it doesn't have to be all good or all bad. There can be good parts and bad parts all intertwined throughout. So just wanted to share my experience. And that pretty much wraps up this week. Next week, I have some fun derby events going on. They're doing like a pool party. I don't know if I'm going to go yet, but I'll update you on that. And then Saturday night, we're doing like a hail, what is it? Hail and farewell event. We're doing like a dinner saying, welcoming all the newbies, saying goodbye to everyone that's leaving Island soon. Um, and so that's going to be fun. I'm already planning my outfit in my head as I do. And then, yeah, I'll spend some time with Jackie before she goes off to Bali and hopefully it won't be a heavy workload with classes. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Just catching up. Let me know uh, if you have any thing you want to talk about from the episode. Like I said, I'm on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick and I always love chatting. So I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share it with a friend or leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Have an idea you want to pitch or just feel like chatting with me about the episode? Come find me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick. Can't wait to hear from you.